I just need to say, I'm so glad that my friends have AA. I've been thinking a lot about this episode that I'm going to share with you today. For so long, I've had to defend myself, my work, because I don't subscribe to the traditional belief system, and I promote a process that's antithetical to the common teachings when addressing an alcohol concern. But the truth is, there are a lot of people who believe to their core that without AA, they would be in jail, institutionalized, or dead. I'm so thankful they have Alcoholics Anonymous. Because a world without friends of mine that subscribe to that process, that are living without causing more destruction, my world would be a lot less lovely without them. Now, this doesn't erase my position that these programs can cause more harm than help. I would have fought tooth and nail against the program and I would have been in and out and they would have referred to me as how they referred to my husband and that's a retread because it went against every instinct I had. So I know that this does not work for everybody, but for those that it does work for, for those that are living lives that lives that they are proud of and that they enjoy and that they celebrate, I support you in that. There is value in it all if we just keep an open heart and we operate with a clear mind while we're being intentional about what we want in every moment, exchange, or situation. That is being wholly sober. Whether you're following an AA traditional path, a 12-step traditional path, or if you're just finding your own way and creating the life that you want. So without further ado, let's get on with our conversation with David. This is Teresa, your host, and I am so excited today to be chatting with a dear friend of mine. We've known each other for quite some time going on, gosh, we're just shy three years of like, or four years of 20 years. Is that crazy? It's gotta be. I mean, it would have to be in like 2006 or 2007. I know, that's insane. This is uh, David Sparks we're speaking with of Hawthorne Media Group, and I am going to share space and time with my dear friend because he has come to find his way to be sober through the traditional program, Alcoholics Anonymous, and you know how my feelings are about that, but I am finding more and more that people like David are open to sharing life with people who think differently, and so we want to get his perspective about what sober is for him and how he's doing life and what he sees as possible pitfalls of the program. Like, is this all there is? So let's get started. Is this all there is? Hey, David. Hi. So where would you like to start today, my friend? Well, the question that I asked you last week when you said, what would you like to talk, or last month when we met was what keeps coming up for me in the program and in the church basements that I visit and in the 
the book studies and the things that I use to stay sober is, is this all there is? And yeah. it's not, first of all, after I asked you that and then I thought about it for a few days, my first reflection was that's a pretty privileged situation to be in a in a position where I can say is this all there is because all there is right now is a life that I've always wanted uh, success in my relationships and my business and being able to get out and do things like this um, yeah so is so that that was one of the responses I had to is this all there is but anyway I hadn't talked to you in probably several years and I've just kind of sort of watched your journey through Holy Sober and I've always been intrigued by the alternative alternative to the program yeah so when when I heard you say is and, and we need to back up a little bit but after but after I say what I'm going to say <laughs> When I heard you say, is this all there is, I didn't look at it as though your life as a whole, it was kind of like as your approach to recovery, if you will. And so mm -hmm. it was, is this, am I just going to go to these meetings for the rest of my life and just do the same thing and go through on, I got the impression it was more like a hamster wheel for your recovery program rather than looking at your life as a whole, which is fantastic that you are looking at your life as a whole because I think that is the secret to sober success is mm -hmm. to not 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 narrow not be so narrowly focused on just the alcohol or abstinence um, so there's that but before we go deeper into that I want people to understand how you came to be sober like what I don't want to go into much of your rock bottom story because that I think that's sometimes a little overplayed and people hear that all the time when they're looking for some sober content and I really want to stay forward focused. So, but do tell us, you know, what is kind of your backstory with the alcohol, but then what made your, what was the tipping point for you to, to move forward with sober and how did you how how did you into get into the rooms of Alcoholics Anonymous? Well, the first time I ever had a thought that I had an issue with alcohol and not being able to stop drinking after I started was when I was 19 years old and um, had a near-death experience that I won't go too far into. But um, And then I like to say that, that 35 years later I took action. <laughs> Um, so the first time I tried to get sober, my marriage was falling apart. I was losing custody of my children and my whole life was out of control. And the one thing that I could really put my finger on that I could change, um, was my drinking. So I did a two week outpatient at Providence and didn't save my marriage, but it allowed me to um, not drink for a couple years, get my life back together, fix everything. 
Um, I started a new relationship. We were getting married and then I made an active decision to start drinking again. And, you know, six months later, I was hiding vodka bottles in the garage and things were as bad as, as they were before I quit the first time. So um, I did a little bit of AA at that time and that lasted for about two years. Um, but I didn't really, you know, jump in the program and get a sponsor and all of that. I um, sort of dabbled in it. But then um, my second marriage was <laughs> on the rocks and I was standing in front of a different woman who was saying the same things to me. And a lot of them had to do with the way I chose to drink alcohol and the fact that it seemed like I couldn't control it on my own. So um, I decided, and I had a couple friends in the program at the time that I was going to give AA a shot. And I started going to meetings at that time. And um, I did what they said and I found somebody who was sort of a peer that, that said the things that resonated with me and who I thought could be a good guide and letting me know what he did. Uh, and he's still my sponsor to this day and that's been nine and a half years ago. So I don't think it's magic. I think that, that you know, I don't know how far you want to get into the 12 steps and why it works for some and doesn't work for others. But um, for me, it's just been a clean up, clean up your shit from the past and uh, really evaluate the type of person you are and where you kind of steer yourself off the road. Um, try to repair those things and then try not to do any damage uh, as you move forward through life and then try to help somebody else get there. It's, it's a pretty good model for me. Um, and it kind of, it keeps me, keeps me hands-on involved. So that's important as well. I love that you, you, uh, said that it's, it works for you because I think that's that I, I love that approach. I love that you own that and that it's for you. It works for you because it doesn't mm -hmm. work for everybody. But, I agree. Um, I do think uh, it's it's got some, I think there's some very powerful aspects to the program. What do you think is, is the most potent part that really supports your abstinence? Well, first I agree with you as far as it's, it's for some and not for others. I, I, I think it's a lot like organized religion you know, some, for some Christianity is a fit for some Buddhism is a fit. And That's excellent. Excellent. Yeah. yeah I agree I, 100%. I tend to be under the impression that in almost any circumstance, no matter how committed I am to my opinion or my idea that I am probably mostly wrong. <laughs> so, so I, I leave space. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I wouldn't say I'm a flake, but I'm kind of agnostic on most things. I can be, I can be swayed pretty easily, um, you know, by, by new information. Yeah. So not that I, not that I will, 
Not that I will commit to the new ideas, but I'm certainly open to hearing them. But as I far as like that, it's I I I'm likening it to like trying it on. It's like okay, mm -hmm. I'll I'll bring that in. I'll try it on, um, and and if I like it, I'll absorb it. And if not, then let it go. I love that idea. I think yeah, it's fantastic. and I think good good you, job. You said the most powerful thing. I think is the reconnection with other people and other ideas, because I do think, I mean, the, the biggest symptom of, uh, my disease or malady or whatever you want to call it was isolation. And part of that isolation was that, um, you know, I had, I had finished growing and I had put on a suit of who Dave Sparks was. And part of that was, you know, drinking in the basement and the garage and hiding from, from a fuller, bigger life outside. But I was, I was just kind of finished interacting with people. So I think that what the, the fellowship aspect of AA has probably been the most powerful thing for me. I think that's one of the greatest, uh, well, now, now for my situation, it it could have been disastrous if I wouldn't have been who I was because of my situation with my community. Mm -hmm. um, but I do see it as it can be a very potent and powerful uh, aspect of Alcoholics Anonymous because they have millions of meetings all over the world, you know, and you can you mm -hmm. can find a meeting anywhere and, and connect with somebody who at least on paper you can relate to mm -hmm. um and, go ahead oh and i think if if going back to the question because i think it was macro and micro it, is this all there is it was initially asked um to myself like it, it was the, am I just going to be going to church basements the rest of my life? But when I, when I sort of threw the question out to some of my peers and, and friends in the program, um, they took it as both and gave me some, some feedback and responses that made me realize that, oh, it's a completely two-sided question. Mm -hmm. It is, you know, is, is coming to these rooms and saying, my name is Dave and I'm alcoholic and looking across the table and there's a 75 year old man who's been coming to that same meeting for 42 year old year, 42 years. And me thinking if I'm here in 33 years, then I'd rather die than be coming to this church. So, um, that's a struggle with me. Um, Damn, I love your honesty. Thank you for that. <laughs> because I honestly, I think that, that that is a pitfall for a lot of people. I think there's a lot of people that get into those rooms. I, I, less than a year, I was thinking, if this is all there is, I'd rather drink. I mean, yeah. I just I just can't even wrap my head around that this is who I am and this is how my life is going to be. Yeah. Um, which is works for it worked for me i mean it's been 20 years since over 20 years since i've had a drink and i haven't been in a meeting in over 19. yeah so 
that's fine. But I think there are other people that don't believe that there is another option, that there is another, that you can be sober without AA, that you can be sober without being in recovery, that you can choose a sober path. And I think that there's people that get burned out nine years, 10 years, 12 years down the road thinking, if I'm going to be like that 75 year old man, I mean, at least it was interesting trying to grow and find my way again. I mean, might as well just drink. So I, I think there's a lot of value in, in your awareness of that feeling yeah. or not. Well, I was telling some people the other day that um, it seems like they missed a step after the 11th step, which talks about reconnecting with your higher power, that there should be a, you know, I made a decision to reconnect with my life and the people around me and explore new ideas and new experiences and, you know, get out there and live the life that you've put back together again instead of, okay, you got to step 12, now start over, you know, <laughs> go become part of the cycle of, of AA's vision of recovery. Um, and I'm just, I'm just not like, I'm, you know, I can't exist in that. A lot of people do work very well in systems. I'm, I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. And the reason that I have is because I don't want to work under anybody's rules or strictures or, um, or things like that. So I'm not making my own program. I'm just taking from it what works for me and, um, either discarding, reevaluating, or uh, trying to readjust, to reframe some of the messages and then learn new things from people like you that I, um, that I can take with me onto my How next journey. your sponsor with that? Is your sponsor pretty welcoming of you looking at new ideas and, or does he warn you that that's how you gonna catch your ass on fire? Um, he is open as I am. He is, he is, he is a person who was so much closer to death from alcoholism than I ever was, had a bottom who was so much lower than mine and who had a, uh, you know, I, I feel like my desire to drink has been relieved, not because I'm doing the program, but because I have case studies of my life in three different periods where I can actually see where I stopped drinking and how things improved. And then I started drinking again and they, you know, imploded. So it's evidence-based. Evidence, yeah, yeah, literally. Um, and he is like, I'm, I'm not going to drink no matter what. And doing these steps and sponsoring people is what keeps me in recovery. So he's, he's kind of a, whatever works for you. I support. Nice. So I think that's another, um, aspect of that you have the ability and I wrote down entrepreneur because I think that's an, another interesting topic that maybe we can discuss at another time is because mm -hmm. we both agree that there are certain personalities that 
people thrive within a system's tell me what to do and I'll do it. And then there's certain personalities that are like, tell me what to do and I'd rather die. Yeah. Kind of personalities. And, um, but I think that if you can go into the program and have that community without having that sense of, I have to do it this way, otherwise I'm failing Mm -hmm. and, and be open to learning and growing in other ways that may not be specifically in alignment with what you're supposed to do while you're mm-hmm. in AA. I think that you could have the both best of both worlds. Unfortunately though, with the way that the, the messaging is from my memory, it's like I said, it's been 19 years since I've been in a meeting, but you're talking about church basements and, and whatnot. I'm, I'm imagining it's not much different. Um, but there's a, I mean, there are, good at just beating the messages into you. This is what you think. This is what you think. This is what you think. Like Mm -hmm. even identifying as I'm an alcoholic. Hello, my name is Dave. I'm an alcoholic. That is re it's, it's recommitting to that identity every time you say it. And, and if that, that's fine, what to each their own. Um, but that can be a hard one when, when somebody who really doesn't want to be pigeonholed by that's that's so funny because i just had this thought yesterday and i wrote it down in my note um when i introduce myself i say my name is dave and i'm alcoholic i don't say i am an alcoholic because i don't identify with I, i don't it's more like i'm like I'm allergic to milk products or something <laughs> like I'm, I'm only lactose intolerant when I drink dairy products. I'm only alcoholic if I drink alcohol. Like I'm not, I, I have a hard time with that whole, you know, you're, you're broken for the rest of your life. Right. Um, unless you do these steps, which will keep you from drinking, which doesn't matter how successful you are you're still an alcoholic um you know i i guess i'm lactose intolerant whether i drink milk or not but if i don't drink milk then it's insignificant and it doesn't have any part of any of me like it doesn't it's not any part of my identity does that make sense yeah i think that's an interesting it's an interesting perspective and i need to to mull that over, I'm alcoholic instead of I'm an alcoholic. Like that you're not owning the identity, but I don't I, I don't know if we're just mincing words here or maybe if there's really a difference. But if there's a difference for you, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Um, but for our listeners, anybody who, you know, is struggling with, with owning that identity, that maybe that will be something that gives them that that space, that flexibility to, to enjoy the fellowship without all the programming. Well, it's just ironic because so much of AA is, uh, cleaning up the things from your past and, and, and fixing those things and putting those things behind you and you aren't that person anymore you're this brand new per- you know you're not a murderer you're not a embezzler you're not a 
philanderer. You're not, you aren't those labels anymore, but you get to keep this alcoholic badge for the rest of your time here. So if that, I, I do, I do think, and you brought up when we talked a few weeks ago, that there is a little bit of a scare tactic there or almost a superstition. Like if I stop doing this, then mm -hmm. I'm going to drink again and I'm going to die. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't know that that's the case for me. I do know that if I chose to drink again, the odds are that my life is going to spiral into a situation that I don't want it to be in. <laughs> I, well, I also let me think, ask you this: Why would you want to drink again? That's a great question. Like my well, position of that is: is I have no interest. I have no use for alcohol. Right. In my own personal life, it's too right. full, too rewarding. I look forward to getting up at my four four thirty in the morning every morning and doing my yeah. thing. Um, and I have so much going on in my life that. To, to think about having a drink just gives me a headache on the spot. And yeah. it's not because it's a disease and it's not because I'm afraid of it. If I ever want to have a glass of champagne, I will. And I have no fear around that. Uh -huh. But I just don't have any interest in it. So if why would you drink again? If your life is full and rewarding and you're 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 listening to your inner wisdom and your your truth and being led by what you want in life your beautiful yeah. wife, your beautiful home, successful yeah. business, inspiring others, then why would you want to drink? Yeah, that's, I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. And I, I think the only thing that I really miss, if miss is the right word, is that freedom to just have a beer. Like if I just, like I worked in the yard and I could just like go in and crack a Mike's hard lemonade and pour it down and just be fine with that. Mm -hmm. um, so it's more that just like, does that make sense? It's just, it, it's, it's because I, I really do believe that I have, if I have one beer, the next thing I'm thinking about for the 20, the next 20 minutes is where am I going to get the next one? And if there are any in the fridge and how so can I So if you can get to 21 minutes, are you fine? Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> pause. pause while, oh, that's a good one from the AA is pause while agitated. That works. It's practical advice. More people could There's use that. There's a lot that. of great practical advice from alcoholics. Yeah. Anonymous. It's unfortunate it's... that it comes with so much other baggage. Um, yeah. So I, I, maybe that's why I've never been, I've never struggled, never ever wanted to drink or it's, it's just because I could. If I wanted to drink, I could drink. If you wanted that lemonade, bad enough you could drink it nothing could stop you but you yeah do you ever get in the car and go i'm not going to put my seatbelt on because i'm just going down the road a mile or so oh gosh no because well, that's when i would get hit <laughs> but i mean the odds are the odds are very low that but something no i think it, to me that's just a big old bullseye it's right like, i'm watching you karma's like i, I got you girl I'm coming for you. So for me, I get that's like, well, I could just probably have one beer. And, you know. 
I think it's just allowing yourself that freedom that I really could drink if I wanted to, but I'm choosing not to because life is too damn good too. What and what you said, it doesn't serve me anymore. It doesn't. I mean, it's pro I've proven to myself and I don't have to look at my bank statements. I don't have to look at my divorce paperwork or my child support or, you know, I don't have to look at any of that. I just know inside that it doesn't serve me anymore. And um, I guess, I guess AA, um, part of the reason why I go, and I think part of it is that, well, I, I played baseball way too long into my late 20s and baseball is a very superstitious sport. Like every time I ran out onto the field, you know, I jumped over the chalk line and I mm. didn't know why, but I just knew that I had to do that every time. And I put one piece of gum in before the game. And then after the third inning, I put another piece of gum in. And after the fifth inning, if we were behind, I'd put another piece of gum in. If we were ahead, I wouldn't. You know, those kind of like, I just do these things because. Um, I love so it. That, that... I think there's part of that with AA. It's like, I've been going to AA for nine years and my life has improved dramatically. The things I love about AA is having a commitment to do something, um, making sure I connect with my friends on a regular basis, and exploring life outside of the rooms. And if I stop doing that, will I will my life fall apart, or will I start drinking immediately? I don't know, but I don't care. Like, yeah, it's keep like, doing you, boo. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. Well, so, I love, I, like I said, I wanted, oh, we've, we're almost up to 30 minutes here. I are you kidding? A lot shorter than what we did, but um, I want to thank you very much for being willing to have this conversation with me. And Maybe there is a part two. I, th I, I think there's definitely a part two. I, I do hope that whoever's listening to this you know, if you had any questions that you'll reach out to either myself or, or even David. David, do you want to be contactable? Um, sure, you can reach me at um, Dave at HawthorneMediaGroup.com if you'd like to discuss uh, the program or, you know, sobriety in America in 2023. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd be happy to. Okay, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I hope that was okay. Yeah, of course. Um, but if you have any other questions for me, listener, that you would like us to discuss, David and I, David and I, or just me in general, um, please let us know. Let me know. And I just, um, th yeah, there's so many. I still have so many questions for you that I think would be of value for the listener to hear. But we'll I have to do that in we'll have to do that another time so stay tuned i'd love to jump on again um can i tell you one little quote that i got when i asked i would my... love you to close this out with whatever wisdom you'd like to okay so i asked my um my friends in the program that question is this all there is and i and i got some responses um my sponsor sponsor said it's funny how we can stand teetering drunk at the edge of the hole staring down into hell then step back go on to build a life and wonder if this is all there is 
So he was taking it as a broad, like, is this all there is um, in life in general? And then my favorite response was uh, to the question, is this all there is? My sponsee said, yes, and isn't it wonderful? Mm, very nice. So AA or not, sobriety works for me. And I know it works for you too. It's awesome. I love it. And that's it. Not too painful, right? Is it over? I haven't <laughs> stopped it yet. <laughs>